everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Great American Senior Show. I'm your gray-haired host, Sam Yates, and we are back on location in Martin County, Florida today. Property appraiser from Martin County, Florida here on our show. She was here recently. Uh, She said she would be able to come back, and ta-da, she is here back (laughs) with us. Jenny Fields, property appraiser, Martin County, Florida. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Sam. I'm happy to be here. You know, we were talking on the previous episode about a lot of different things, and um, my mind was just swimming with the questions that seniors often have. Uh, Property taxes, millage rates, homestead exemptions, uh, all can be pretty confusing. Uh, Again, uh, as we did in the first show, what are some of the top questions that uh, seniors, not just seniors, but anyone contacting the office? Uh, Because our, our show is directed at seniors but also their caregivers, their families, and anybody that wants to tune in. But what are some of the more um, prioritized questions that you get? I would say the biggest one right now, looking at the market that we have, are the the buyers. The buyers want to know what's going to happen with the taxes. They want to know, is it something I can afford? They want to know, what is a trim notice? What is a homestead exemption? And when do I pay the bill? And so I would say a lot of calls we get have to do with buyers and now introducing them to the whole property tax system. When we take a look at buyers, one of the things that uh, that I'm seeing all over the state or wherever I go, uh, investment buyers, mm-hmm. is that something that can be a problem down the road or is any buyer a good buyer if it's into your local economy? Well, I think it depends. If this is an investment, then mm-hmm. they're going to be, um, then there's going to be potential rentals, which as you know, we don't have a lot of, you know, exactly. so, um, I think any buyer is a good buyer. Um, I think we all want uh, someone who's going to invest in our community and, and participate in our community. So I'm, I mean, I'm not against any buyer, but, uh, I think it's, it, yeah. it, it's both ways. Yeah. And, and I didn't mean that question <laughs> as a, anything derogatory, but we do see a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, investment in our area. And I can, I can say how many years I've driven by a location and it uh, had a for sale sign on it. And now everywhere you look at sale pending. So there is something about this community Mm -hmm. that is drawing people here. And we're going to go into a little bit of those. But we talked about homestead exemption in our last uh, episode, and that is a high priority. And I was mentioning to somebody that, hey, I'm going to be talking to Jenny Fields and uh, we're going to talk homestead exemption. And it was sort of, oh, pshaw, you know, uh, I Googled that and I know I can do a homestead check. What is a homestead check? Is there something that there's somebody can subscribe to, pay a fee, and and find out if they qualify for things or? Well, uh, most uh, wherever whatever county mm-hmm. you live in, most of the property appraisers will tell you there's a, a a simple thing that tells you what you need to do to qualify. Uh, but anyone who owns their home and they reside in their home, and that is their primary residence, they can file for homestead exemption. No one, absolutely no one can file homestead for you. If that's what they're asking or anyone's um, saying, I can yes. file that for you, yes. caution, because you have to file it on your own. And, and we see that uh, among the senior population mm-hmm. way too often. Uh, a little bit later this year, we're going to go into some of the frauds and schemes that are out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, that one was a new one for me. So yeah, uh, we, I, I wanted to. Yeah, we recently got a, um, someone had sent in that they got a letter in the mail that asked them to pay a fee to have their um, deed uh, uh, sent to them, a copy of their deed, not knowing anyone can go to the clerk's office on their online and copy it. So yeah, you do have to be very leery when somebody offers services. 
Let's talk about that homesteading of mm -hmm. your property. Uh, any time deadlines? When's a good time? Uh, from the time you purchase it, you can actually do it online, but we do have to have it in your name. So from the time it's recorded and it's in your name, you can file. The deadline to file is March 1st after you purchase the property. So if you purchased in 2021, your deadline to file will be March 1st, 2022. So if you purchase early in 2022, you would then wait until you can, you can still file, but you won't qualify till 2023. Okay. And then your deadline would be March 1st of 2023. What paperwork do you need when you come to the office to file? Okay. So for Martin County, um, I'm typically I'm speaking for Martin County because mm -hmm. all property appraisers, uh, you know, depending on what their office policies are. But for Martin County, uh, we require your Florida driver's license. Okay. You, and, and it should have your address where you're filing. If you don't drive, then you should have a Florida identification card. Okay. You have to have your voters, <clears throat> excuse me, your voters registration card, which is again, registered to your address. Um, the vehicles you drive, we need to see your vehicle registrations. Even if you lease a vehicle, we should see your uh, registration. And then, um, we're going to need your social security uh, number. So if you have a document or if you know the number, um, that is by law, we have to have your social security number. And you have to do this in person. Nope. You can actually do it online, uh, right on our website at pa.martin.fl.us, right in the middle of the page. It says file online. Most property appraisers do offer that service. So whatever county you um, reside in our county, you can do it right online. Because some of the seminars I've gone to the, the audience um, and the uh, in the, the aging community, whether it be an assisted living facility or something else, once they're in there, they're not too worried mm -hmm. about it. But uh, some of them say, well, I'm here temporarily and I still have and I, I don't uh, I really don't travel a lot. They can take care of it online. Yes, they can do it online. They can absolutely do it online. And one thing, um, you know, this was a big misconception is that there's a certain amount of time that you have to live here. You know, we do have a lot of uh, people who go up north, you know, in the summer and come down here in the winter. And, uh, you know, and they, I think there was some rumor and, and things that, that you, you have to be here six months in order to qualify. You do not. This just has to be your primary residence and you have to own it and you have to claim this. In other words, you can't have any residency based exemptions in any other state. So as long as that, you know, as long as you qualify under that, then there is no minimum amount of time you have to be here. Once you get your homestead exemption and, uh, you are, uh, signed on the dotted line. Mm -hmm. It's all done. Does the word portability come in? Yes. Okay. So there's several benefits to having homestead exemption. Um, the first being that it's up to $50,000 off of your assessed value. That's huge. That's just under $700 in taxes each year. So that's the biggest benefit. Number one, number two is the save our homes benefit. And what that means is when you purchase a piece of property, your market value and your assessed value are typically the same. Okay. As you live there and have homestead exemption, if when the market fluctuates, your market value can go up because it's going to re be representative of what you could sell your property for, but your assessed value is limited and it cannot go up any more than 3% a year. And that's, uh, that was a constitutional amendment that was passed years ago. And so what happens is over time, there's a disparity gap that, that starts to happen between your market and assessed because your market has been doing what the market's doing, but your assessed has been limited. That disparity gap is the amount you don't pay taxes on. And that's called your save our homes benefit. Okay. That's the second benefit of having homestead is you, you know, your assessed value stays low. Okay. 
But then what happens is, let's say I want to move, okay, and I want to go move anywhere in the state of Florida. You have three years to move to another property and get homestead exemption. You can take that amount of the Save Our Homes that you've accrued, and you can move that to your new property, and it would come off the value in the first year um, and that's what your taxes would be based on. So porting that amount is is huge because a lot of times, like you said, these people have lived there for a long time. They have a nice chunk that they they you know they want to they want to take it with them. But it's very important to remember that you might have that that your your uh, save our homes benefit might be a hundred thousand. But it depends if you're upsizing or downsizing. So if you're upsizing and you're going to move to a bigger, more, um, a higher value home, then you would take the entire benefit with you. If you're downsizing, okay, and so you're moving, let's say my kids are grown and gone, I'm retired now, I want to move to a smaller home. And so the market value is lower than what you're moving from. You're going to take a proportionate amount. Okay, of that benefit with you. So it's important to know that when you're down, when you're porting, uh, whether you're upsizing or downsizing. And I and I think that uh, you hit the nail right on the head there because uh, sometimes uh, a spouse loses a significant other, and you know the 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 widow or widower mm-hmm. uh, just can't take care of that big mm-hmm. house. So right. this allows some compensation to take place in the value of, it of does. The it does, and there is a maximum. I mean, if there are people out there that have a save our homes benefit that's over 500,000, you can only port 500,000. So if there are people out there with more than that, you can only port 500. And that makes sense. That makes it That makes it an, uh, more of a level playing field mm-hmm. for everyone. Well, I have other questions, but <laughs> before I get to the other questions, I have to let everyone know that uh, this episode of the Great American Senior Show is brought to you by VIP America. They're a nurse registry serving uh, some 16 counties in the state of Florida by referring screened, evaluated, and, and very, very dependable caregivers who can care for you in the comfort of your home. Uh, you get to negotiate the rates. And I think that's very, very important for uh, seniors in particular. It's not like, hey, we're going to come in and you have to pay me this amount. No, uh, it's a referral service. Uh, VIP America will refer someone to you. You take charge of your care. You negotiate your rates and the hours. And it really is different from what we see in in other scenarios uh, of home health care. So, you know, VIP America also will let you pre-register. There's a big misnomer that, oh my goodness, I need health care at home and there's no one to take care of me and I don't know how to get into the system. Do it in advance. Mm. You can register for home health care in advance. You're in the system and then, you know, knock on wood, you won't need it. But when you pre-register for health care and the time comes that you need it, it expedites the process. So that's one of the reasons that uh, VIP stepped forward and said, hey, you know, uh, this is a great idea that you're getting the information out to seniors. Would you talk about us a little bit and we'll take care of some of the production for the show? So I thank them. And as certainly we know, uh, Florida right now is a much sought after Mm-hmm. location for people to relocate. Uh, I know, I think the answer, but what's the biggest, in your opinion, the biggest reason that people want to relocate here? You know, I think we are just a quiet 
quaint town. There's not um, a huge amount of growth. We're not uh, skyscrapers. We're on the coast. Uh, we're in between Miami, Orlando. We, you know, we're a central destination. Um, and Florida's Florida. I, I mean, we're kind of wide open here. And, you know, whereas sometimes the rest of the nation, I think, is kind of still shut down. And I mean, that, that just from talking to people who are coming here and filing for homestead, that's what we're seeing. And, and they just, you know, it is the sunshine state. And we are a very central um, location right on the ocean. And I think that's that can contribute. But I think we just actually posted a um, chart recently because we wanted to see of all of our homestead applicants, we wanted to know kind of like, where are they coming from? You know, are they coming from out of state? And, um, you know, the number one location that all of our, the newer homestead applicants were coming up from South County, you know, South Florida. And so again, I think it's just that moving up because it kind of tends to get crowded. And, and so, and then the second one is, you know, you have your New York, your Connecticut and things like that. And, uh, yeah, the market's it's the market's huge right now. We actually polled all of the homestead applications that we that filed last year, and we wanted to know what address they were moving from. And uh, the number one address that we're moving here and filing for homestead was Palm Beach County. And so again, Palm Beach, Broward, so that South Florida uh, population might be looking to come north, you know. And um, talking to buyers, uh, the ones that are you know asking above uh, listing price and, you know, they're making offers sight unseen. Those are, you know, they're New York, they're Connecticut, they're other states because they hear, you know, Florida has an exemption and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's just a great place to live. One item, and hopefully not a lot of seniors need to utilize this, but if you have homestead exemption, you are in many ways exempted from liens and levies and other things that might threaten your home. Mm -hmm. Explain that for us. Um, well, it is your primary residence. And as, and as far as I'm aware of legally, if it is your primary residence that you have homestead exemption are, you, it, you are waived from that. However, there are possibilities to have liens placed on your property, even if it is a homestead property. So I don't think that prevents you from having a lien placed on, but as far as, uh, you know, anything else legal wise, I'm, Jenny, we've covered a lot of material. Is there anything that we haven't touched on that you would like to add to the program? Um, I think it's just important that whatever county you live in, um, most property, all property appraisers that I know of, their websites are a great resource for any questions and information. And most of them even have a learn more section. So if you just want to know um, about it, you know, maybe you're disabled and you want to know if there's any exemptions available to you. Um, you're a veteran who was disabled. If there were any exemptions, most websites have resources for you to find out if, you know, that something that you would qualify for what items that you're going to need in order to apply for it. So it's just important to know that without the homestead exemption, you don't, you, you couldn't qualify for any of them. All of them are based on homestead exemption. So if you're ever wondering, I have a house up North or I have a house down here, Florida has a lot of benefits for homestead, you know, for homesteaded property owners um, that they really have to weigh when you're determining whether you want to make this your primary residence or you want to make up north your primary residence. If anyone still has questions, how do they go about contacting your office? You can call us. We have operators. Uh, you, you know, you'll always have a live operator. Our phone number is 772-288-5608. You can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at pa.martin.com. 
www.fl.us or you can do an online web chat if you go to our website which is www.pa.martin.fl.us down the bottom right hand corner there's a little chat button our operators are on there all day five days a week and you just type your question and we'll help you most of the time we can even route you where you need to go if you're not on the right site or having a problem with the real property search so um, any of those avenues were, were responsive. Our, you know, our guiding principle is customer service, and we're going to make sure that we're there for you, and we're going to help you uh, get the information you need. And you do an excellent job with that customer service. <laughs> I have to once again thank your staff. And leadership begins at the top. Aww. So you set the example, and they carry out the the actual customer service, and it shows. So well, we definitely don't job. want people to walk in and feel like you know this is some you know, office that they're not going to get answers. And, and like I said, our guiding principles are treat people like family. And, and, you know, I would, we try to treat everyone walking in as if it was our mom or our dad. And, you know, cause government is confusing. The property tax system is very confusing. It's complex. So, you know, we just want to make sure we give you the time you need to help you understand it. And, uh, that's, that's our job. That's why we're here. And I want to leave the door open mm -hmm. anytime that there is a topic, because I know we'll have some things that are applicable statewide. So if there's any topic that you would like to bring back to the Great American Senior Show, the door is always open. Oh, thank you. There's so many, so many. <laughs> really important that people know what your office is doing. And I think you've got on above and beyond today in letting people know what that is all about. So we do look forward to having you back in the future. Thank you. Until then, I'm Sam Yates, your gray-haired host of the Great American Senior Show. And that's our...